want to dedicate this song to all the lovers tonight. And I expect that might be the whole world because everybody needs something or someone to love. When it's cold outside, who are you holding? Y'all don't mind, I like to talk about this woman of mine. She's always complaining about me never being at home. But when I'm down I'm broke, she's telling me about the things that a girlfriend's got, and what she ain't got. And she want me to go out and get them for her. But, but girl, I can't be it.
five decades of good hot music. Bobby Womack, you know what I'm saying? Brought it on in, brought it on home. You know what I'm saying? And with a little bit of time and patience and indulgence, I think I'm gonna go in here to my my source work here and dig up a little something, something to read up on Dr. Womack. You know, with all that that wonderful work that he did. You know what I mean? Because you know you don't have very many brothers. You know, you know him and the, and the Chuck Browns and the cats like that that pass along over the last couple of years that really socked the soul to you when you needed the soul socked out of you. Now, I go all the way back to 1973 with my man. You know what I'm saying? Ten years old, coming out here to Portland from Chicago, and the parents had that first split, and uh, you know what I'm saying? Came out here and, and, and was able to to get in here and hear hear his uh, album. You know what I'm saying? What a woman's got to have it, and some other hot cuts that he had on that album at the time. So I'm gonna read a little short something, something about Dr. Womack. His name was Bobby Womack, Robert Dwayne Bobby Womack, born March 4, 1944 and went home June 27, 2014. He was an American singer and songwriter and musician and had an active recording artist career from the early 60s. So my man was on point, like I said before, for almost five decades. Okay, or actually five decades, so it was the 60s. So when he started his career as a lead singer for his musical family group, the Valentinos, as Sam Cooke's backing guitarist, Womack's career spanned more than three years, five decades, and spanned a repertoire and styles of R&B, rock and roll, doo-wop, gospel, and country. Womack wrote originally, uh, pardon me, Womack wrote and originally recorded Rolling Stone's first UK hit. You know what I'm saying? It's all over now. And new bursts, I can understand it. You know what I'm saying? I can understand it. I remember that. I was a kid. As a singer of most notable, looking for love, that's the way I feel about you. Woman's got to have it. Harry Hippie, get across 110th Street for a Jackie Brown's movie. And you know what I'm saying? If you thunk, you're lonely now. The one we just played, my man sure enough got down and did it the right way. A native of Cleveland, Ohio, you know what I'm saying, on East 85th Street for all you Ohioans out there listening in, in the neighborhood, to Naomi Womack and Freddie, a uh, friendly Womack. Womack was the third of five brothers. His younger brothers, Cecil and Harry, raised Baptists, and their mother played the organ in their church, and their father was a minister and musician, often played the guitar, and he's advertised his son to not touch the instrument while he was away. <laughs> so he didn't want to mess with his stuff. I know how that feels, being an artist. He said one night, eight-year-old Bobby, was, who was often playing it, broke a guitar string. After friendly replaced the string with his shoelace, he let Bobby play the guitar for him. According to Bobby later, Friendly was shocked at his son's talents as well as the talents of the other son. Soon afterwards, he bought Bobby his own guitar, and they formed the Womack Brothers. The group toured with the, on the gospel circuit, and the parents accompanied them on an organ and guitar, respectively. In 1954, the moniker, Curtis Womack and the Womack Brothers, the group issued a permanent single, Buffalo Bill. Bobby was only 10 years old at the time. You know what I'm saying? Even though Curtis Womack, who often sang lead, Bobby was allowed to sing alongside showcasing his gruff baritone vocals in contrast to his older brother's smoother tenor. During performances, Bobby would sometimes imitate the role of the preacher, which became his nickname. <laughs> Sam Cooke discovered the group performing while he was still in the Soul Stirs, and in 1956, 
began monitoring the boys, promising them that he would help their careers once he established himself. Within four years, took an SAR Records and signed a quintet to the label, changing their name to the Valentinos, right? Took, produced, and arranged the group's first songs, Looking for Love, and which was a pop uh, version of the gospel song, and recorded Couldn't Nobody Pray. No, excuse me. Couldn't nobody, uh, yeah, couldn't nobody hear, pray, hear pray. one of them nights. Couldn't hear anybody pray. That was a song. He said the song became an R&B hit, and it helped the group with an opening spot on the James Brown tour. And the group hit, hit, hit 1964, Country Tins, It's All Over Now, co-produced by Bobby. Their version of the Rising Star and the charts on the Rolling Stones covered it, and Valentino's career left shaky after Sam Cooke was killed in Los Angeles Motel. Devastated by the news, the brothers disbanded and SAR records folded. So, you know, that's just a short history. There's a lot more here. If you want to find out or read up on it, just go ahead and Google um, Bobby Womack and do it via the um, your uh, outlet with uh, Wikipedia. Always a good source for whenever our family goes home. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's uh, Bobby Womack news for the night. But we will be playing a few of his songs during the course of the night as uh, Sugar Ray uh, gets down and, and does his thing here on the station. Again, 646-595-3402. Excuse my stumbling through the reading, but like I said, I'm you know working with about six hands today and a couple of toes. But we're going to go ahead and get to do. Tonight, Sugar Ray, we're going to do your your uh, your Black Love Sugar Ray Sugar Ray's uh, Sucker Free Sundays because I saw you had some stuff that was going on earlier, you know, online and stuff. So I thought I'd go ahead and back it up with a show so that you can, you know, get stuff off your chest as well as, you know, we did our shout-out to Bobby Womack, R.I.P. to the Godfather. And uh, we're going to do haters. Why do they persist? Okay, so you can get that off the chest. He said, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, why is it uh, such a planned mass exodus right now by the big three in Miami, including – Haslam, that's another player who's actually from the Miami area, he's making an exodus as well. And then we're going to have Sugar Ray's relationship rundown and various other stuff. We're going to have a lot of hot old school music, plus what's on your mind. That means you get a chance to get stuff off your chest and call in and participate with my main man, Sugar Ray Robinson Jr. So uh, that's the playlist. That's what we're doing. And without further ado, I'm going to bring my man on the scene right now. Mr. Sugar Ray Robinson Jones. Oh, appreciate it, brother. Appreciate it, man. You know, hey, it's another day in the life. How y'all doing out there? Hope everything is copacetic. Hope y'all are doing well. You know, it's another day. Like I said mm-hmm. before, another night wherever you at. But man, one thing that's kind of been puzzling me for a while, and I just got through dealing with it, and I was thinking about this because I saw two beautiful women, man, but they had two different hairstyles. And the thing about it is, man, they had the same race, you know, mm-hmm. beautiful sisters. You love, yeah. them by, love them, love them, man, love them by the pound. But the thing about it is, man, one had a very natural hairdo, and the other one had extensions. And mm-hmm. I, like to, I, I would love for women to call me up and give me a, a, a rundown about the extensions and all that stuff like that because I want to know from a woman's perspective, what is the problem? Because I like natural hair. I like natural. But, I mean, I feel like women have this complex of 
doing things with their hair because I've seen women with blue hair and orange hair, blonde hair, green hair. These sisters, man. And I want to know why. I can't answer it. Flossie can't answer it because we're that's blonde, hey, that's blonde hair. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, ahead, I just want to know. I want to know what they what, what is on their mind, man. Because think about it, man. I talked to a few girls and I asked a few girls about how about wearing your hair. How you ever thought about wearing locks, like dreading your hair? That's sexy on women. Every but the majority of the women that I talked to told me no, they don't like that. But what they do is they rather go out and buy these extensions to make their hair have a European type style, you know, all laid down. And it looks good, you know, it looks good because I mean it's it's pretty fashionable, right on front, it's nice. But at the same time, you just know it ain't real, man. You just know it ain't. I hate to be in a situation, man, where I'm sitting here having sex with a woman, and, you know, some brothers, such as myself, would get buck. And it get to the point where it might be some hair pulling. Think about it. If I'm making love to you, we're in that position where I'm pulling hair, and I happen to pull your hair out, damn. Oh, oh, oh. That's, 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 are you going to be mad at me? Or are you going to, uh, 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 should I be mad at you? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so that's the question I want to know, man. That's something I'm curious about. And, you know, that's one of many. But at the same time, if you women out there hearing this, give me a call. Let me know what's up. 646-595-3402. Me and Florida, we want to know. We just want to know, you know, and the women that was, and and, and I'm serious, man. And I never got a call back from anybody or any woman maybe discussing their relationship. I mean, they never talked to me about it. They never gave me the chance. You know, it was a a few ladies on here that left. They weren't here. We had great times. We had conversations. I think I might have said something that kind of rubbed them the wrong way. I'm sorry. If I have, I'm sorry. But please, you know, come back, Nikki. Come back. You know, we want to oh. talk. I can make it all good, baby. I just want to talk. I just want to entertain you. You know, so like I said, the number is 646-595-3402. Me and Flosser, we want to know what's going on with you. I'm talking to the females over there because the thing about it, there's some things that we have not hashed up as far as men and women relationships. And I know we agree on certain things, and I said some things. Sometimes y'all probably think, oh, he's a male chauvinist. Well, I am. Shit, fuck it. I am. Okay, what? You going you gonna to call me in? You going to call up? You going to say something to me about it? Check me, baby. Please, check me. Put me against the wall. Smack me up. Tell me to sit down in the corner. I want to hear it. Tell me what's on your mind. You may be a female chauvinist. But we have something in common. We both show for this. Let's talk about it. Because I know you have a perspective on what you think about men. I can only give you a perspective of what I have because I'm a man. So if you want to share yours, I can share mine. And I'm just having to be on the line right now talking mm-hmm. about mine. The number is 646-595-3402. And it's just me and Flossie G. We just sitting there just, just shooting the shit, just talking. 
on 100 Radio. This is what we do. Now, until that come up, the next thing is the haters, man. Now, this this more funny thing about the haters. Uh, they, the haters is crazy as fuck, man. I could I could sit here and write a goddamn book on how much shit they hate. Sometimes I think a dude wakes up in the morning, man, just mad because he got that ugly look on his face. You know, he got that shit going on. He looks in the mirror. He's just mad. He can't even take a shower. Can't even wash his face. Can't even brush his teeth. He's still fucking mad. You know, he's just mad. I I didn't do it. You know, my my brother told me this, man. He said, you know, if I walked on water, a hater would say, the reason why I'm walking on water is because I can't swim. The hater would come back and say, because he can't swim. Motherfucker, I'm walking on water. (laughs) That's all you can say. I can't swim. That's why I do it. But that's a hater. They're going to always come back with something. They always got some reply. You know, I mean, so as far as those brothers, man, I'll give y'all a shout-out because y'all do a very outstanding job. I mean, I want y'all to give you kudos and continue to hate, 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 because that's what you do, you know what I'm saying? And we need you guys in the world to do that because that motivates guys like me and Flossie. We do our thing. We mash on you motherfuckers. So keep on hating. Please keep on hating. In fact, if you hate, keep tagging. Don't use my name. Tag my name. Put the name that you fucking know that it be tagged and it come up in the black writing. Tag my name. Don't write it in it. Don't write this, you know, my, my, my name and don't have no tag on it. Write the whole fucking name, man. Just say it. Because I know what you are. I am entertained by you. I, I love what you do. I love the way you hate. Me and Floss, we love that shit. So continue to do that. You know what I'm saying, Flossie? How do you feel about them fuckers, man? Well, you know what's intriguing about that? You know, we just recently got out of a recession. And even if we're in a depression, there is no aggression, uh, you know, digression. There's just aggression. In short, what I'm trying to say is that while everyone else is searching for a job and out of work, a fucking hater will maintain having a job. He's probably the only one when everybody else is getting laid off and, you know, federal jobs are short and, 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 and people need a job. Fucking haters, man, they, 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 they always got a job. It's amazing. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm kind of quoting, uh, you know, backpedaling, quoting off of, off of my main man, Cat Williams. You know, he, he said it once in, in, in a stick line of his, but, it, but it, was, it, was, it was the truth. You get all these fucking haters, man. And what thing about a hater, a hater can, will hate. At 100 miles an hour, this son of a gun will do 155, hating, hating the whole damn time, and sit there with a big oversized T-shirt on, and, and, and you know what I'm saying, and, 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 and buying and, you know, T-shirts, tampons, and underwear and shit, and, 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 and uh, look at you like you're crazy if you have even the most remote chance of, of, of having some sense or doing something, a fucking hater will sit there and hate on you at a hundred miles. He just like we just like NWA. They a hundred miles and running, a hundred fucking miles and running. You be thinking, oh, man, you know, they, they just you know being they self and they just you know you gotta kind of kind of overlook them and, and, and stuff. Man, fuck all that. You get, if you got all that time to sit there and be hating at a hundred miles an hour, and by the way, without purpose, but just hating on purpose. Sucker ass nigga, get a real job. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, you know, make your old lady happy. 
go to work. Don't sit, don't sit there, you know, she come home, you still sit there in the same spot you was in before she left, smelling like a bag of Fritos because your feet sitting there stinking because you ain't got up and washed your ass. You know what I'm saying? Get up and wash your ass. You know what I'm saying? See, do, do the same thing that it took to, to get the woman to keep the woman. You know what I'm saying? And if you're hating on a player, you know the old script, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like Snoop said in, in, in his song, you know what I'm saying? Nigga, don't get mad at me, nigga. Your hoe chose me. Don't get mad at me. You know what I'm saying? Wash your ass. You know, you know, don't hate the, the player all the time. Hate the game. You already know the rules of the game. Quit playing. Quit playing. Quit playing. Yeah, you don't know what to hate. You hating at 100 miles an hour and running. You ain't easy, E. You ain't even easy to deal with. And, and, and worst of all, you probably hate your fucking self. But I tell you what, I'll take my hat off to you. You are consistent. There's something to be said about consistency. And one thing about a fucking hater, they are consistent. Like I said, they're never out of work. When everybody else is getting laid off, they got a job. So I guess you can take something from that. But most of the time, a hater's a broke-ass motherfucker and wondering why you ain't broke. So... That's my take on it. Yeah, that's what's up, man. That's how they do. That's how they are. So yeah, that's that's a that's a that's a round of applause for all you haters. All right, keep keep hating, keep doing what you do. Appreciate it. But yeah, man, you know, the, um, uh, I was gonna tell you, man, that um, what do you think about the situation? Oh, I, I guess that last part was more now. Well, Nancy Grace, she had this brother. You know, you see, I think he's from the. He has, I think he's from from Africa because he has a he has an African uh, thing about him. But um, she had him on a situation. Well, the situation was this: he was on there. He had his son missing. His son was missing for two weeks, I believe. And it so happened she had him on a show, and they basically was talking to him about. You know, his son. And then all of a sudden, she got a wire saying that they found his son in the basement. And he was tripping off her. He was, like, really blown away. And the thing is, man, is that he said that he checked the basement. And the FBI, everybody checked the basement. And... It's all kinds of stuff coming out about it. People thought maybe it was going that he probably did something. It's all kind of crazy stuff, man. But it's a pretty deep, 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 deep story, man. I advise you to look it up, man. But come to find out, the babysitter was a person who was kind of like helping hide the kid, man. Because I think the kid was, they're thinking that the kid was hiding for a reason, man. It was like a barricade inside the uh, basement, the way he was hiding that. But the babysitter hit him there. And she was coming back, and she was bringing him food and stuff, hiding from the dad. So it's starting to think like the dad probably was beating the hell out of the little boy. And she didn't like the way it was going down. But, yeah, man, that situation's been in the news, man. It's just crazy to me. Then you got this other situation. This is funny, man. The, the other situation is about this guy. Um, I, I forgot these, these people's names. I forget their names or something like that. And maybe I can look him up as we talk. But anyway, the guy, he, he was driving um, his kid. He had like a 22-year-old kid, a 22-year-old month kid, about two years old or whatever. He had to die in the car because he left him in the car for seven hours. And uh, I think his name was Austin or something like that, man. But I don't know if you heard about that. Have you heard about that? Now, that right there, 
This, this, happened, this, this happened in Georgia. Yeah, this happened in Georgia. Here it is right here. The Georgia farmer yeah. of dead boy researched online child's death and car. Yeah, that that situation. Hypothermia. That's what he died of, man. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you like this here. You got a daycare at the job. You got a daycare at the job. And you don't take the child to the daycare. Then you got a situation where this clown is on his computer asking uh, uh, on, on the ass box and searching up in the box how long can you, would a child last in the, in the back of a car before they're considered dead. Now, if your defense is, okay, well, I somehow forgot, which, you know, the chances of that is slim and none, and slim is on vacation, but you're saying that somehow you forgot the child was back there, and unless you was sipping on scissor and smoking, you know, blunts dipped in embalming fluid and smoking on some lovely, uh, I don't see how you can sit up and forget that your child is back there because he's going to make some kind of sounds, some kind of noise or whatever, and whatever you were smoking on, make sure you publish that too because whatever you were smoking on, I don't want to smoke none of that because if my memory is that bad, well, I can't remember my baby son or daughter or whatever it is being back there, and that may be, maybe that's some shit I don't need to be smoking on because for you to sit up there and pull that, that crazy shit, I mean, that, that's the kind of shit, man, like I said before, that just kind of defies uh, defies uh, gravity. I, I, I can't understand it. I can't give it a name or a title. But if you're in, in there and you're trying to defend yourself and you're saying, well, I just didn't know or didn't forget, then why are they looking on your computer and seeing where you was trying to figure out how long a child can last without dying, right. uh, you know, in the back of the car? I mean, you really really don't have no defense if, if what they're saying is true. Now, like, like you know what I always say, I'm always real weary of the alleged, uh, you know, the alleged uh, dominant society's media. And I, like I said, alleged, alleged dominant society's uh, media, and I'm always kind of leery of what it is that, that they have to say because for so many reasons they've, they've screwed up everything so far as history goes, and I'm always kind of leery. So I got to kind of delve into it and, and dig into it and take another look at it a little bit more for myself. But if you really did do that to your son, then I say don't execute you, don't kill you, but let's just keep you in in the uh, you know what I'm saying in the lockdown part of the unit like they have our lockout raw where you're in the in the, in, the, in, the, in the secure subdued portion of the jail where you only get to come out once a day, you know what I'm saying, and spend 23 hours on the other portion. You know, locked up because you don't need to really see the outside world no more. I can't imagine yeah. doing it to a child or, or, to, or to my child. I can't imagine what what person who has any even the least bit of coherency pulling something like that. But whatever it was, whatever it was, whatever you were smoking, let's make sure that the rest of us don't get a hold of none of that because that for really for real for really for real for real, forever ever forever ever is foul. That's foul if you really did that to your child like that. And uh, you need to be uh, put somewhere where uh, they don't have to bother with you too much. See, I think when people do heinous shit like that to children and, and rape children and do crazy shit like that, I think they ought to be put somewhere where they, 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 you know, they, don't, they don't bother the rest of the general public. You shove your food under a door somewhere and, and deal with it. Because yeah. you got to go, go in front of the man with that one. And that's, that's, not a, that's not a pretty picture. 
not a free picture at all. Well, well you know what? I'm gonna I'm I'm bring this up right quick. There's some um, it's a situation. Now, this, I, I don't want everybody to this. You know, this is a situation. This is letting you guys know, and we all know this that that racist white folks are taking serious shots at black folks. You know, they still they still don't fucking get it. And we don't get it either because we don't seem to understand that we got to watch out, man. We got to protect ourselves at all means because we are targets. And the thing about it is, man, they're going to always do some crazy shit. Now, right here in Washington State, I Ferndale, Ferndale, they got a situation that happened, man, to where um, there was a robber in our house. And there was a babysitter who was babysitting a four-year-old girl. And the babysitter called 911 because she said there was a robbery going on. There was some stolen things, you know, like in, like video games, laptops, and, you know, Abby's, the, the baby girl's iPod and piggy bank and all that. Just a lot of stuff stolen from there. And the thing about it, the babysitter said it was two armed black men that did it. And then one of the black men said, said they did it. It was a black dude who's next door. She told him he lives next door. And what's so crazy about it, when the cops came, they went in there. They basically handcuffed the guy, uh, took him out, took him in, this and that, and, and asked him, was he the guy? The four-year-old girl said, no, he's not the guy that robbed me. The four, the, they, they're not the same color. He just said the guys that robbed me were white. That's what the four-year-old girl said. Come to find out, man, I'll make a long story short, the robbery was a plot. It was planned by the babysitter. The babysitter had two her friends, two 18-year-old and a 16-year-old, come in there and rob, and they wanted to put it on the black man. And the black man went all through all kind of trouble, arrested and all kind of shit. They had snipers in front of the fucking door of his house. They were going to blow this brother's head off. I'm serious. They had snipers. Snipers, brother. And the thing about it is, all this and this little girl, she came out and she said what was happening. But what's so crazy about it is, they're, you know, you who and him, giving the little girl a high five and saying that she is a hero and she's great and she did this. But the biggest story the whole entire thing is the injustice that this black man went through, man. You came in his household, disrespect whatever he was doing, handcuffed him, had him in the scope of a gun. Not only was that, he got lied to by someone and they just let him go. And what I'm trying to say is, man, this is the type of shit that we have to watch out for because they're going to always, always use their white supremacy, man, because that's the privilege they have. When you see a black man do it, they'll come and they'll bring snipers and every damn thing, swat at your goddamn door and drag you out before they find out the truth. Same thing with Mexicans. Same thing, man, because this little two-year-old got messed up, man. Uh, um, Swap came to their house, and it was, they thought the house was a drug deal. I don't know if you guys heard about that. I haven't read too much into the story, but it was a situation where they bum-rushed the house that was that that, that was called, it was a, that they thought was a drug house. 
and it wasn't a drug house. It was a it was two um it was a family members so there was a family there. It was a uh Mexican family. And they threw a flash bomb in the in the baby's crib and busted the house and everything and a flash uh bomb burnt a hole in the two year old man. Now the two year old is now in a hospital, you know, battling for his life. He's not gonna be the same no more. But this is a false false this is somebody calling in saying there's a drug deal going on. And, you come, and they say when you come in the house, come in the driveway, you can look at those stickers in the back of that van because you have stickers where they put the like the, the picture, the sticker on the dad, stick, sticker on the uh, mom, sticker on the kids and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? They didn't, they didn't even acknowledge that. They went straight to the house. So this is the stuff that goes on in, around here in America, man. This is some of the stuff that happens, man. So I need everybody to be close and pay attention, man. You, we are on. We are. We should be on alert every time. This is for education. This is for every line of situations going on. You better get your mind right. Better study. Better know. Be aware. And understand, man, that these are trying times, man. They're coming at you, and they're putting it out there. It's to a point right now, man, that is so is so disrespectful that black life is not even respected. Not at all. And that's why I'm coming up with this um, hip-hop site. It's not just hip-hop. Not just hip-hop. It's bigger than hip-hop. I'm coming up with this site, this website. I'm going to have it come up on um, August 1st. And it's called It's Bigger Than Hip-Hop.com, Black Life in America. I'm going to talk about the culture. I'm going to put a lot of stuff in there. We're going to talk about a lot of things that's other than hip-hop. We're going to talk hip-hop, but we're not going to be talking about that coon shit. We're not going to be talking about... Somebody running into a damn door and thinking it's all funny and shit. Nah, because we ain't got time to play. It's some real shit. See what I'm saying? Motion picture shit, except it's real. That type of information I just shared with you, that's what's going on there, type of stuff like that. Because these are the things that people need to know. Because we need to always be on point. Flossy, what do you think about what I just said, man? What I think about that is this, okay, when you got a situation like that, I go back to slavery days. I come, you know, immediate modern times. I, I go with, you know, uh, Susan Smith. They did the same thing down south. The kids, blacks up, uh, uh, drowning her kids. And she the one that, that set up and drove them into the water and, and, and stuff and, and murdered her own children. I mean, I mean, this stuff goes on. It, it's so prevalent. You know, with 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 the alleged uh, 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 dominant society pulling this crap on us and saying that we did things and accusing us of, of stuff that we've never done before, it's all indicative of of why we have to be very careful and be very vigilant to watch out because somebody is always out there in this alleged dominant society that always seems like they're always planting themselves in a position to either. Uh, take you out, take you down, or, or just deprecate over you, deprecate over over everything that you represent, just deprecate on you as a as a person. Period. And so when you see this stuff happening, when you see this stuff coming at you, and you see how how this thing continues to present itself, where every time you turn around, you got the same people pulling the same shit on you over and over again, you have to be vigilant. This ain't this ain't no paranoid psychosis that we going through and we wondering. You know what, what? What's next, and what we did wrong, and all this other kind of stuff. This is this stuff, and and blaming us for 
you know, God knows what, all these years and doing all this crazy shit. This stuff has happened so many times and numerous times that, you know, you probably can't even keep count. You probably have to go go real, real deep, way back, and you can dig up where this kind of thing happens over and over and over again. And you wonder, wonder to yourself, well, what is, it, what is it about us that makes us so vulnerable and, and, and viable to these type of things going on? And, it, and it's nothing really special, but it's the inherent desire and logic that because of tradition, it's, it's, almost like a, it's almost like a sick version of Christmas where you have a, a, uh, a situation where we're always viewed in the, in the worst uh, light that there is, and we're always given the, the old traditional, you are guilty until you're proven innocent theory. And, and this, is what, this is what ended up happening. And like I said before, you, you really can't get around it. It's, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of fuckery. It's a lot of weird stuff that goes on. It's a whole lot of, you know, a whole lot of domicile stuff that happens. But what ends up happening is what's, what really can take you off is that you ask yourself over and over again the question, well, why is it necessary for, 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 for us to continue to go through this? And why is it always the assumption? And why is it always the rule rather than the exception that this keeps happening over and over again. I'm going to tell you why. Because society is so spellbound and, 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 so, and so twisted the way it is, this, this, this is what happens when you get the, the John Wayne Gacy's, white guy in Chicago that buries 20 men in the walls of his house when I was a kid in Chicago. He was a community clown and went and did shows for kids with, with clowns and stuff. And you got this guy. You got the Charles Mansons. You got the Ted Bundys. You got all these other, you know, you know, heinous clowns that run around. And you get your Adolf Hitlers. These people were the people that were basically trusted because of a pigmentation that gave them some kind of automatic grandfathering of these are people that we can trust. The other ones over here, the brothers and sisters over here, you got to keep an eye on them because you know we're always suspected of, of you know, you know, being no good and, and always, you know, out to hurt, you know, your, their poor folks and all that sort of kind of stuff. But then they look up and they're stunned and amazed because the people that they're not watching out for, the people that they're not looking out for, are the people that that continually pull pull these, these heinous crimes. And it, and it's not because you know that's I mean sometimes this is the way it is, but there's always the assumption that when it comes to us that we can't get the fair shake, we can't get the fair look, because automatically the assumption is that we're accused of something is an automatic grandfathering through tradition. Just like I said, it's like a sick Christmas. It's a, it's, a, it's a grandfathered thing that we always have to be assumed guilty before we're innocent, and that's why stuff is half backwards. That's why Barack Obama, no matter you know how much president they get, they was talking all this nonsense about how much things changed and you know you know how we were you know finally going to you know you know be an even country and everybody was going to get treated fairly and this big change. This man can't get nothing done if no, for no other reason. Uh, his pigmentation is what's holding up the progress. They can give a damn about whether or not the country succeeds. They can get, uh, give a damn about whether or not he's never had a crime in his life. And most of us that get caught up in all this crime and most of us that get caught up in stuff is, is, is because there's this, like I said, this sick Christmas that goes on, this grandfathering of thought that automatically if we are anywhere within 15 feet, you know, 15 miles, 1,500 miles of what happened, because we all look alike, or because that's always that's always part of the, the sick Christmas gift that goes under the tree, that we all look alike, or we're all criminals, or as the guy, guy said in The Godfather, we're all animals anyway, so let us lose our souls. 
In this tradition, this is why we get blamed for a lot of shit that has nothing to do with us. And it's always been that way. Matter of fact, there was a picture that I saw on my site once that, that, was, that was posted where it showed a, a kid that was accused of, of, of uh, sexually assaulting a woman. It's the same thing that kind of happened in, in, uh, with Black Wall Street in Tulsa back in the 1920s. This kid was tarred and feathered and had his, his genitals, and then they set him on fire and come to find out he had done nothing wrong. He was just accused of it. So this situation, and I don't want to hold on to it too long, but this situation is not something that's indicative of, okay, this just happened or this is just something that went down. No, this stuff has been going on since the beginning of this country from, from, the, from the time that the KKK did Birth of a Nation and, and did that book about how we have to be careful and watch our women and stuff because, you know, the slaves just can't wait to get out and start assaulting our women and, and taking from us. This has been going on for decades. In matter of fact, it's over a century where we've always been accused of things that have nothing to do with us. And it's always the easiest where the police will react to a, a, a black man doing something heinous or there's automatic assumption. So, I mean, I could, I could term it over and over again, but let's just say this is all part of a sick Christmas gift and we're the, we're the people that are receiving the gift every time. Remember, we are always perceived as guilty before innocent. I don't care how much change you say you got. You better rely on the change you got in your pocket, and it better be enough to get on the first bus out of Dodge if they accuse you of something without proof. So be ready. Yeah, indeed, man. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot of that going out there, man, but you know, hey, I just want guys, I want the brothers and sisters, man, man, that you have to be on high alert and be prepared because it's out there. Don't get too caught up in thinking that everything is all goody. You know, it's, it's always a chess game. It's not checkers, it's chess. So understand, man, calculate your moves. But yeah, man, because you know, hey, I don't know if you got any music you can shake down, man. I mean, I like to get into some smooth, smooth, cool, super-duper, pimp-like type stuff, man, because I want to have these females call in because I need to talk to them about the natural or the unnatural. I'm talking about the hairstyles. Well, let me, let, me give you a little let me drop a little something on you, Sugar Ray. Then we're going to go yeah. all the way back to a little bit of Mac and on some of this blue magic, you know what I'm saying? We're going to stop to start. You'll recognize the group. You know what I'm saying? You've been to the Motor City. Hell, you was born there. Let's go ahead and drop some of this blue magic on them. Stop to start.
Everybody wants love, but everybody's afraid of love. You know, I'm a true believer that if you get anything out of life, you got to put up with the toes and strike. Now listen, you're pushing my love a little bit too far. I don't think you know, I don't think you know how blessed you are. And your friend Annie Mae tell you all she sees that he never thought she was trying to get close to me. Think it over. Think it over, girl.
one week is Sugar Sundays. You know what I'm saying? It's all lovely. It's all smooth. But if you got something on his chest, or something's going down, and that's pretty much your indicator that it's sucker free Sunday. But when you tune yeah. into the and I'll tune into the news station, it's all about you know what I'm saying. It's bigger than than hip hop. I T Z. It's I, it's bigger than than hip hop. There's gonna be a coon alert. So he ain't gonna be so nice. If you let the coon alert, that means that you done done some crazy, crazy stuff. And we don't discriminate. As they say ourselves, we don't discriminate. You know what I'm saying? We 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 drop it on everybody. You know what I'm saying? No matter what your background is, if you make the top ten on the coon train, then that means that you out of pocket and you need to be checked. Summarily checked. Yeah, man. And the, and you know what's so crazy, man? The coons come out big time on Sunday. They come out big time on Sunday. I mean, you can go into a church, and you can go in, and you never know what you might hear. You can have mm-hmm. Reverend uh, Reverend Pigfoot in that motherfucker going off and saying some, uh, saying some crazy shit. Like, what the fuck is this motherfucker talking about? I'm just catching out like that, man. I knew a dude, and I put him on blast, and he's a cool one. His name is Pastor Stu. He has a church over here not too far from me. He got a lot of brothers and sisters coming in there. But this brother, he has not only his son playing the drum, his daughter sings in the choir, and his wife sings in the choir, and he's the pastor. And what's so cool about him is this motherfucker, man. I remember the time I came to his church because he invited me. I brought my lady with me, man. We came in there together. I just wanted to, you know, show some love to him, you know, to come to his church. It ain't, it ain't about me believing what he's saying. But I just wanted to show him the love. He invited me, so I said, all right, but I'll come. So being a man of my word, I put my lady. But this motherfucker, man, you got to excuse my language because I'm going to go off like this. This motherfucker, not only was he sitting there talking to me, he shook my hand, and he also shook my lady's hand, and at the same time as shaking her hand, he kissed her hand. Now, and I'm looking at this man like, hey, he said, hi, what's your name? And I said, no, I just said her name was Marlon, oh. man. He didn't even listen to what I was saying. He was just and he was into this Mac Mac. But understand, everyone, I said his wife was in the choir, his daughter's in the choir, and his son is on the drums. But this big cabinet head motherfucker still kept on trying to match my lady, man. And not only that, man, he has a, he has a, 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 a laundry list of women who talk about him, about how he comes on to him. And he has some, some uh, he has some doings. He has some situations to where he had ladies he dealt with, and he has slept with ladies. He cheated on his wife, and the women come to church and they gossiping and all this stuff. But that's the shit, man. Because when you're in that cockpit and you're a pastor, a reverend, or whatever the fuck you are, a lot of them dudes, man, they have a lot of power. They are brainwashing people. And they get to the point where everybody's thinking about, oh, yeah, Reverend, you see the pastor, he's looking sharp today. Oh, he preached. So I can hear the women cackling. They talk like that. They really believe in this dude. But it's a shame, man, this dude says so much. At the same time, he just mess him up, man. And it be a lot of single women, single women coming there, and they go in there. And you'll see a lot of women on Facebook talking about the Lord, Jesus Christ, this and that. I mean, you'll see that on a regular basis. There ain't nothing wrong with them believing what they believe in. I ain't knocking that. But what I'm saying is, though, is that you'll find a lot of women, single women, 
that are believing that, and it is, they come to church and they bring their kids, and they're looking for Jesus, and they're looking for this, but what they come to run into, they run to a motherfucker like Pastor Stu. And Pastor Stu, what he do is, he comes in there and want to save the day. He wants to come in there and, oh, honey, you got a problem with your cable bill? Oh, I take care of that. Oh, you got a problem? You need help with your washer? Oh, I'll come fix that. He wants to do that, guy. So if the women, the women are pretty much blown away by the fact that Pastor is paying attention to them. Next thing you know, Pastor's coming up doing this. Pastor giving you a little money. She's feeling like she's in school with Pastor. Next thing you know, Pastor tapping that ass. See what I'm saying? That's how it works, man. That's, That's real. Stuff right there that gets you put on some serious, serious jacks, buddy. Ooh. Yeah, man. I mean, it, it goes down like that, man. But you know what's so funny? Man, I don't mean to cut you off from the flossy, man, but check this out, man. There was a situation, man, about Keflo Dollar, uh, 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 um, T.D. Jakes. There's a lot of, there's a, there's a few others, man. I can't even think of their name, man. It's a, it's a white lady and a white man who's making Buku's money. And I saw the inside, inside edition, man. They was talking about their luxury. Like, these guys, like Keflo Dollar, I know for a fact, this, this dude got jets and stuff, man. I mean, they got a luxurious life. I mean, unbelievable. The money they make off donations and stuff is unreal. They don't even have to even um, write. They don't have to do taxes on their money because it's it's donations. And their churches are huge, and their houses are just bananas, man. And this guy got like, uh, I got to find another guy's name, but they got jets and all kind of stuff. But the thing about it is, man, is that, I remember going to a church, not Pastor Stu's shit, but I went to another piece of shit. It was a big-ass church, big church. This church has mixed, mixed uh, it's one of those churches, man, on the West Coast where you go, like, you can have a variety of different uh, races in there. You can wear jeans or whatever, whatever. You can do anything you wear. And the thing about it with that thing is, man, this dude came down to this church in a helicopter. And, uh, and and I'm sitting around looking at everybody, and everybody clapping their hands and stomping their feet, looking in the sky, and I'm thinking like, damn, Jesus coming down in a helicopter. <laughs> but it just shook me out, man. They was applauding this guy, and he landed on the church and everything. But they get inside the church, man. Man, this is a goddamn show, man. This dude got a headphone thing on. He got a headphone thing on, man, and he's the lights and stuff shine on him. It's dark inside where the people are standing, but the lights and cameras are all on the stage where he's performing his thing, and he's jumping around his suit. And, and I'm like, look at this motherfucker, man. And people, and I'm just saying, man, it's a show. And it's crazy to me, man, but dudes make dukus money. And... They are pastors, reverends, slash pimps. Oh, peace, man. Some cold workings right there. Good grief. Hey, man, it's real, man. It's real. Um, it's, 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 it is what it is, man. Guys, man, well, not guys, but that's what guys, too, that follow that. But, I mean... 
I don't know, man. It's, I, I just I just choke up when I see that, man. I be thinking like, wow, man, this is this is crazy, man. You know. But I'm not gonna. But you know, hey, we're gonna we're gonna digress back up off that. I'm not gonna go into a very heavy. But that's just one situation because I had a conversation with a lady they called before last time. She we were talking about religion, so. I don't want to go so deep into that because I know some people get offended, but you have to understand, man, they trying to get you. And uh, it's sickening. It's sickening, sickening to see somebody riding around in jets and helicopters and shit and big-ass houses and shit. for bananas. And and believe you me, it's, it's definitely not a jealousy thing because, you know what I'm saying, what you're looking at there, is the making of, of of a guy who's actually standing in line buying himself, you know what I'm saying, if you can believe it, some gasoline draws. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and when he leaves here, you know what I'm saying, he's going to first class ticket to some gasoline draws. Because hell holds a place for those who, who use, you know, not only the Lord's name in vain, but for the house for such facetious endeavors. Uh-huh. That's that. I mean, that's 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 ridiculous, man. You know, that's crazy, though. That's, that's, that's crazy. It's like, man, come on, dog. I mean, really, really for really for real. I'm like, uh, man, you need to tighten up on your backstroke, there, man. Like, like that back there. Tighten up on your backstroke, buddy. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> ain't looking too good right there, man. I mean, right about now, you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's. That's, that's kind of that's crazy right there, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, man, it's real talk, man. You know, as, as we speak right now, man, I'm about to, uh, I'm, on, I'm on Amazon right now, and I'm about to right. put my order, my, my pre-order in for Hidden Colors 3. Let people know, man, 3 comes out July 4th on DVD. So the release date is July 4th, and you can pre-order right now to let you know. Just letting you know. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm telling you, man. They, like you said, you know the the coon, the coon train express. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we, you know, we special shout outs to all of you know the the, the the coon members out there, man. I'm telling you, you're being served notice right now that you you just you know you still got time to hop on the train. We still got some uh we still got some room for you in the club car. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, man, that that that, that yeah, that's real, man. That that uh, on that on my website, it's bigger than hip hop dot com. One of the biggest things on there, like you was just talking about, is the top ten top. Well, hold on, it's the top ten weekly coon ranking. That's what it is. Top ten coon, yeah, top ten. Let me get it right. Top ten coon weekly rankings. And what that's gonna go on, man? The top five of that list. Then you really yeah. been, you know, you got some extra credit coming to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Because go ahead, my man. Because yeah, it, 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 and the thing about it, man, it's not gonna be that, like no little shit. Just gonna be just in the corner, like a little put off. That shit gonna be in bright lights on their website. And on top of that, I got some jetpacks and things where it's gonna run all the Facebook and all the Twitter and all the information. I'm gonna get a lot of people to come through their site. And yes, I'm gonna do, put some stuff on there that's gonna attract. All the dummies, because a lot of people like that dumb down stuff, but I ain't putting no coon shit with somebody up there dancing and shaking and acting like he's this and that. 
I put them in that coon section. But I'm going to put that out there real big. And I don't care how big and how small you are when I'm talking about public or personality or celebrity. You could be a little guy on Facebook, or you could be a big guy out there in the, in the entertainment world. You can get on the coon train, and you can ride. You could be number one, baby. So go ahead and mass off and show your coon skills because Sugar Ray will put you up on, on top, number one, coon train. This guy's holding it down. <laughs> holding it down. Oh, man, oh, man, you know. It's been trying to you know, he might he might hold his shit he he might hold he might hold his shit down for a whole month at number one because we can change it's like the, it's like the NCAA uh, uh, college football man the rankings you know that shit changes man Curtis Mason said people don't worry. Dead Prez came up with the idea, or I mean, came up with the song, 
and the song was an anthem. And, I, and everybody loved that song. Everybody remember that song. But the thing about it is, man, is that I was thinking for, you know, starting the website, and I was thinking about doing that, and I just started buying domain names just to buy it. And it came up to me, man, that when I bought this domain name, it was due to get paid. It came in my email, and I was looking at it like, oh, I got to pay this. But I was thinking at the same time, I need to do something with this, man, because I totally forgot all about it, man. But I went and paid it, man, and I said, I need to go ahead and jump on this. So the whole point of the site is, man, it's called with this, you know, it's not national edition hip-hop, because I love hip-hop, because basically I grew up on hip-hop. And it's going to have hip-hop. And all the good stuff about hip hop is gonna have a lot of entertaining stuff on it, videos and whatever's going on. But the thing about it is, is to take it more than just what it is. I mean, we could talk about hip hop and we could talk about sports all day, but you have to get some serious game about yourself to take it to another level. Be flexible. Don't be just one narrow person talking about one thing all the time. Because I get tired of a dude walking to me, or a white dude walking to me talking about, hey, man, did you see the Lakers last night? Uh, yeah, that's the only thing he can ever talk to me about. He can talk about football. He, we can't talk about anything else. You know, let's talk about some money, man. Let's talk about, you know, let's talk about something totally different. Let's talk about some real deep stuff. I'm getting to the point right now, man, if a white dude walk up to me and I don't know this motherfucker, he asks me, hey, man, do you, do you see the Steelers? I don't even watch football, man. What the fuck are you talking about? I thought, that's what I'm going to start doing to cats, man, because cats think you know the game, and at the same time, they throw it at you. And they know that's all you know. And then the brothers end up talking more than anything in the world, talking about that shit. Then they say, you know, brothers think this white dude is cool. So I'm just saying, I don't want to go into that too much, but what I'm trying to say is, though, I'm trying to get the site to talk about more different, different, different stuff. Talk about politics, you know, a lot of information. Let people know about certain people like Dr. Claude Anderson, Dr. Umar Johnson, who's who's, uh, doing school right now, and people donate money to his school. And he's trying to get a school for black, black, young black youth in the school, black men, black boys, you know. And I think that's a great thing that's going to happen in uh, a lot of people out there need their shine, man. They're doing big things, man. They're not getting their shine, man. And uh, that's basically what the site is. We know about the Little Wayne. We know about Jay-Z. We know about 50 Cent. You know, but what do you know about Dr. Clark Anderson? What do you know about Dr. Umar Johnson? What do you know about Professor Griff? What do you know about a lot of other guys that I can I mean, Tariq Nashi. I mean, I can go on forever. It's a lot of cats, man. You know, Nelly Fuller, I talked to that brother on the phone one time, man. Well, that's one of the most powerful phone calls I ever had. But I'm just saying, man, there's a lot of information out there. A lot of people don't know because they're too caught up into bullshit. And I ain't dissing Jay-Z or 50 Cent or Lil Wayne. Now. I'm just saying people are too caught up into just the normal shit of every day, you know. Don't think outside the box. You know, and you got young kids, and you're not thinking out of the box. Your kid don't think out of the box either. So it's going to be a situation to where your kids may be subject to happen to them, or you, and something may subject to happen to you, and you don't know how to handle it because you're not aware. You know what I'm saying? It's time to knock on wood, baby, wake your head up, knock your head up, and just get, get going, get your mind right, get your, get your focus straight. Because it's real like that, man. So... That's what it's bigger than hip hop is about. 
you know what you didn't you didn't you didn't warm them up, you didn't let them know exactly what it is. And you're on fire right now. Let me let me give them a few ice cubes in that in that drink, man, just in case you know, I think that you know it's, it's coming straight at them. You need to give them a little, a bit of ice cubes. So some of these haters out here don't don't know how to mellow out. So let's let's let's, let's, let's drop some on the ladies. You know what I'm saying? So these these hardheads can have something to do. Because you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's it's Sunday. We still sucker free. And we and we coming with the real at you. So I'm gonna go ahead and drop this one on you. And I'm gonna see if you know what time it is on this one, Sugar Ray. I know you do, but I gotta test your skill. Here it comes right here. It's always a surprise. Fox and Flossy Studios.
Aquarius. Libra. Leo. Cancer. Ralph. Charles. Paul. Larry. Hey.
Libra, Leo, Cancer, Ralph, Charles, Paul, Larry. Description, baby. Come with me. Take my hand. Come with me, baby. To love me. Let me show you.
And my name is Larry. And I like a woman that loves everything and everybody. Because I love everybody and everything. And you know what, ladies? If you feel that this is you, then this is what I want you to do. Somebody else when that one came off. <laughs> it might get a little hostile up in there. 
Oh yeah, Ooh. man, most definitely. Man. Ooh. <laughs> it took a long time, man. I think it wasn't Come until. Come on, show you. That's sweet as can be. That's that's cold, man. <laughs> It wasn't until Rick James came up with, with uh, you know what I'm saying, Fire and Desire, that anything even touched that. I mean, when Rick James came with that Fire and Desire with uh, your girl and stuff, uh, you know, Tina Marie, R.I.P. to the to the to the prince and the princess of love right there. That Fire and Desire got him hot and wired up. Oh, we got that caller that called. Thanks, Sugar Ray. I was going I was gonna throw that Bobby Womack in there, but we gonna hold up. Nine one four. Who we got on deck? Who's in the building tonight? Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you? Hey, pretty good. Who we have on deck tonight? Yeah, I just I just tuned into the show to listen to it. Oh, it's okay. You're glad to have you. Sugar Ray, introduce yourself. Well, my name is Melissa doing? from New York. My name is Melissa from New York. Oh, Melissa, right. how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? God. That's good. What, 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 um, what made you call in tonight? Did you like the floaters? Did that music float on? Did that get you in? I mean, what was it that got you in here? Well, the music, because I wanted to the, listen to music while I clean up. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. And what, and yeah. What's your name again? What's the name? Melissa. Again? Melissa. Melissa. Okay, I'm sure, yeah. I'm, okay, I'm Sugar Ray. It's my man Flossy G over here. We just basically we do the blog talk radio show on a regular basis, and we love to have pleasant surprises like this calling in. This is great, you know. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, if you don't mind. A little bit myself. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have a four-month-old. Okay. Little girl, and um, basically. I really don't get any sleep much because she has a rare heart condition. So mm. it's like um it's been like very stressful. Right. Because I you know, what she has is no cure but um I'm trying to make sure everybody in the family's on the same page so everybody can, you know, focus their attention on her and not on okay. their self. You know? Right, right, right. Yeah. Wow. So sorry, my either. first baby, yeah. My first baby, but um sometimes what God puts you through is what you're supposed to go through. Right. So. Right, right, right. I understand that. That's Definitely. cool. If you don't mind me asking, I mean, um what do you do for a living if you don't I mean you're in New York City. I know, yeah, I'm just a mom now. Just a single oh, mom. Yeah. You're a single mom? Mm, I know my baby daddy, but um, I'm not with him like that. Oh, okay. No. Well, he take care of his. He take care of his. He take care of his child. Oh, absolutely. That's good. That's 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 all we'll count. I can't. Yeah. I can't. Um, I can't talk bleep about him. <laughs> you what now? You can't. I said now? I can't talk a bleep about him. So. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, that's I'm like, good. as long as he makes sure he does what he's supposed to do, you know. Because all I got to say is, um, do you want to talk to my brother? And, you know. Right, right. You just say those words with serious luck to a brother. Do you want me to get my brother? Then they'll (laughs) they'll, they'll, they'll listen. Oh, okay. Uh, I heard that. That's all you got to (laughs) say. So, ladies, listen out there. 
They'll talk about, oh, I'm going to tell my mom. No, 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 mm. You tell your brother because your brother can look at another brother and tell him that he's going to get his butt. <laughs> so, so you so so you probably be like about I would say probably in your thirties or yeah maybe yeah because I could tell yeah. you liked the you liked the old school we played so you were kind of vibing with that so oh, definitely cool. I grew up on that type of music yes 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 That's I didn't get to go and that. watch all the videos everybody got to see like during the eighties and nineties because that stuff wasn't allowed for me to watch. <laughs> <laughs> right, but right, listening to music It's like um, Listen to all that old school music stuff Basically I just grew up on that So to me it's like nothing You know to other people they're like Oh you listen to that So mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Okay okay Yeah man Floss you got any questions for her? Well I, I, I'm, I'm enjoying the New York accent When the Empire State Oh thank you I'm more or less wanted to say, you know, special shout outs and, and bless us to your daughter tonight, you know what I'm saying? Oh, thank you. I definitely appreciate that. You know, I got a question. Sure. I got a question. I got a question I want to ask I got a question. Um, mm-hmm. um you know, one of the topics that I asked, you know, um we discussed earlier, I don't know if you heard it. And it's one of those no. things I was kinda I was talking okay, I was talking about you know, I was gone. I basically during the day I saw you know two women. I saw actually a few women a day, and it was you know a beautiful black woman. And the thing mm-hmm. about it is, you know, I was sitting to myself said, "Wow, uh, you know, because I'm a single guy." So the thing mm-hmm. is that I saw one lady who wore actual or afro, and I saw another lady who basically had long hair, but it was you could tell it was extensions. You know, it was extensions added on mm-hmm. to. And the thing I started to think was, I mean, they're both gorgeous. They're both beautiful. But I want to ask them what, when it comes to black women in hair, what mm-hmm. is the deal? What 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 your preference and what is the deal with that? Well, you know, I grew up where you know, like you just get your hair perm and uh, basically maintain your hair, but. I feel like with the whole weave thing and stuff like that, like you could a lot of people, especially Nicki Minaj, she had put it in girls' minds to wear wigs. So I see thirteen, fourteen year old girls walk with wigs on wear wigs. So to me I'm like, Oh my god, that's the new normal. I used to me I used to think, Oh gosh, you wear a wig, that means you're old you know? Right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. And um I could definitely say that some people wear the weaves for volume. But I don't know. Sometimes I hear men all the time talking about they don't like women wearing too. Much. They don't like women wearing weaves. You know, you can stick your fingers through our hair, but just know that's horse hair you're sticking your fingers through. It's not her hair. Mm. Okay, okay. It's an honesty, okay. you know. Some women right. like, but it depends because it's not. Well, it comes with the whole package with the personality and stuff like that. You might. Maybe the one with the afro might make you laugh. Maybe one with the weave likes to go out and party. But it all what, what, depends on. Let me ask you, what do you prefer? Me? Like, like, I mean, yeah, what do you wear? I mean, like, what style I, do you wear? I, I, prefer, I prefer just having your hair permed and cut and, you know, and mm-hmm. roller set. That's about it. But oh, okay. I, I feel like um, 
if your hair breaks off and stuff like that, you just need a little piece in your hair, that's fine. But it's up yeah. to you. I mean, just know every time you get your hair braided, just know when you go to Africa and stuff, they braid your hair very tight. So all those right. things that you did grow, just know they died. <laughs> right, right. Well, okay, cool. The reason why I say that because, I mean, I've seen, I mean. Hello? Hello, yes. You might you might be plugging in a plugging in a different line that to hey. come back in so there we are. Are you sure that's your right? Uh yeah, I'm here. Okay, thanks. No, I was just uh, yeah, what I was just saying was that I'm very conscious when it comes down to our people, you know, so I kinda like ask those questions like to create that dialogue. Absolutely. Kind of some women use it as um like makeup. Sometimes some women like makeup and some don't. Some right. can't leave the house without it because they grew up knowing that you need it. Right. And some right. like it. Some guys, they don't like that stuff. Some guys do. Right, exactly, exactly. Have you Just remember, it's a lo- it's, you know, when people get dressed every day, some people have, like, an illusion. Right. So yeah, what yeah. you might see when you go home might not be what you thought you seen. Because oh. she could be wearing that afro, and then when you go home with her, she take the afro off. You're going to be like, um, I got to go. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> yeah, most yeah. definitely. I can't, yeah, that's, yeah, they can't handle it. That's a little scary. That's yeah. almost like sitting at, that's like sitting at the table, and I thought you had a whole full of teeth, and you pulled some shit out your mouth, and then, um, <laughs> you know, that, that, that happens, too. That happens, too. Yeah, that's a scary shit. It's like, damn, I didn't expect you to be like that, you know? Got Count Dracula at the table and shit. But, uh, Okay. Uh, no, 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 no. I, 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 I,
No, now, y'all don't do what? From... You see? Y'all don't do it. No. <laughs> I don't do that. He, he's originally from Chicago, and I'm originally from Louisiana. So, I mean, I ain't going to be walking in the woods and shit, man. I mean, because see, one thing about here, it rains a lot. And, you know, wearing white shoes, you, you won't have a pair of white shoes that's going to stay white the whole summer. No, that ain't going down because so, it rains a lot. But one thing exactly. about out here, it's real nice. It's real nice out here. Everything's green. It's real nice. You know, uh, marijuana is one of the biggest things out here. You know, people love marijuana out here. Well, and, uh, up here, people sneak to be doing that stuff up here. Well, <laughs> to well, me, I know, don't. To me, I can say I just don't. I just don't prefer being with a guy who does that stuff. Well, you because know, I just it's, think that it's. I just think that it's just why you're killing your brain cells. They always say, no, it's 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 on. It grew. God, it's just since it, since it grows. You're supposed to. They think it's okay. It's natural. Right, please, right, right. Please. I, I don't know who. Biggest. I don't know who spread that rumor. <laughs> hey, uh, Dad, I'm gonna ask this question. Are you? Are you? Um, are you familiar with hidden colors? No. Yeah, because because uh, hmm. it was just showing it's hidden colors. It's a uh, it's a documentary. And they had, they had the showings out in New York and stuff like that, and it's pretty heavy. I think you need to check it out. I mean, it's about, you know, it's about history, history about, uh, I'm quite sure some information that you already know. You're very conscious about, you know, our history and where we come from and things of the nation and what's going on today. Are you current on information? Are you, do you know about? I know you know about racism. Everybody knows about that, but I'm just saying. Oh, that's going like, to be that's going to be here for the rest of our lives. Right. Okay. I always yeah. say, um, I always was was uh, I I was always taught that they they learn that at home, like they sit at their dinner table and they all discuss about our people basically, and you know, and it's it is their world. No matter what you do, no matter you could go to college and stuff, and just know that person that 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 did get the job. Most of them don't even know how to spell or write correctly, you know, and be careful about them doing your taxes. <laughs> so basically, yeah. you, you know, you're going to always have that. Right. Always, you know. I mean, you can see it on TV. And you can see when they do, like, the show, like, voting and stuff like that. You have to remember all those people that did, um, all those people that were back in the, in the 60s and 70s that, that were very racist at the time and that were here with Martin Luther King and them were alive and stuff, they all live in Florida now. So when you see mm. they go and they vote, they're always going to get their votes. I mean, because it's, it's a lot of them. That's why it's always a red state in, in Florida. And that's why I'm never going to live in Florida because even, even though it's everywhere, but down there mostly – you know, people yeah, never yeah, talk about that too much, but I know you probably hear that. Yeah, most definitely. Even oh, on the news, on. you watch yeah, the news, that certain channels are, you can tell. Mm-hmm. You just have to pay pay attention, you know. And smoking weed with your homies, and smoking weed in the home, with your homies in the basement, it's not going to give you no education, my brothers. 
<laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. You're right. No, it's not. You're absolutely right. It's not. Well, you call the right place tonight because we talk about everything. We talk about about politics, you know, domestic violence. Yeah. You know, everything under the sun. We we both came from uh, experiences with uh, what was a facsimile of a, a, a sports uh, group and everything, and we branched out mm-hmm. because we want to kind of expand the, the intellectual level of things. We have a series that we call uh, Black Love, you know, like you saw when you saw the ad. Uh, we talk yeah, about, absolutely. We're not, we're not talking so much in the physical form, but everything that more or less pertains to black people because the media just doesn't cover oh, us. Oh, absolutely. Oh, they cover us. They cover over us all the time. Believe that. What you see on the news is not the most of the truth. Thank okay? You. Thank you. Let me tell you Thank something. Someone's grandmother knows the truth more than you do. Amen. Okay. Someone, you know, one of your neighbors know more than you do, and they didn't even have to look in the news. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know what I have to say to you guys. You know what I realized growing up and stuff like that, and watching how the children um, love Jordans, and I said to myself, Jordan's a black man, right? So why right. he got his sneakers for so much money, and making and making uh, kids, um, to other kids. That well, since you don't got these on, you ain't all that. It's at the end of the day, that's what a lot of people send their kids to to worry about in school's material stuff, you know, and not worry right. about their education. You have definitely called the right place. I mean, we have and we it's have like the- and, and it, it's like it goes on and on like it's a continued like the same process, the same ignorance, because they they tell their kids, oh let's. That we're going to expensive sneakers. I feel like this: if you work hard and you want to buy expensive sneakers, I'm not going to knock you. I'm not going to knock you up. But if you're living in the projects and you don't got no car and you're wearing three hundred dollar pair of Jordans, brother, you got a problem. <laughs> so don't be asking for nobody for no dollar. Because right? you got Jordans on your feet. Sure, but I just wish that people just. I just wish people just um. Tell their children, like, um, you know, what your family can afford is, is um, it, it should be fine because, you know what, you don't want to live beyond your means, mm-hmm. and you want, you, it's good that you have that type of structure. But it's just sad how Jordan doesn't even say to himself, let me just cut this, let me cut this price down. Why am I making it so much money? And it's all, mostly it's black people that's buying it. You realize that? Yeah. Yeah, I don't see no yeah. white people with no joints. You know, Sugar Ray and I talk about that all the time, and he and I will both acknowledge in, in our lifetime between us, there's only been mm-hmm. maybe two bought, and I'm not the one that bought them. And, then, and, and, I, and with him, he's got a, a promotional thing that he wants to do, but he kind of, you know, lights, lights a pair on fire just to let you know that he doesn't care about having them because, a lot of that money, just like you're saying, doesn't come to our neighborhoods. Jordan's a billionaire, but you can best believe none of that money that you see comes to our neighborhoods. When he played for Chicago Bulls, he'd go right up to the gate where at Chicago Stadium where nobody's going to mug you because you're Michael Jordan. You're the leader of the team. He would not give those African-American children, you know, autographs or talk to them or do anything. So there's a lot of kids in that, in that west part of Chicago that, you know, I, I know where that's at because Madison Avenue, where the stadium is, 
divides North Chicago from South Chicago. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those kids up in there that weren't too particularly happy with him because he just would not extend himself like a person that's a hero of a team would do. He would even give, you know, even little kids as much as an autograph or a nod. And I think uh, Sugar Ray was mentioning something about how he, uh, what, is, what, is, what happened with that rapper, Sugar Ray, where, where he uh, it just bought a picture or something like that. You were talking about that the other oh, day. Oh, you're talking about a comedian there. You're talking about a comedian there when he, yeah. when he basically, it's a long story. I don't know the, the complete details, man, but what he did was he basically kind of just disrespected him because comedian there was basically kind of like almost a fan. He was excited to see him. He was, saying, he was telling him how excited he was, and he wanted his autograph and things like that. And he mm-hmm. just... And Michael Jordan just disrespected him and told him, "I don't, you know, fuck with you, fuck you, 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 you I don't fuck with this rapper." Just, I mean, you have to look it up. It's a whole completely different story. But what's so funny about it is, though, is that Michael Jordan came around like some years later and ended up taking a picture with Macklemore, smiling and everything. But he never gave comedian no love. And oh, so you. You saying that he'll give a he'll, he'll take a picture with a white person anytime because it makes him look good. Well, he's married to a white woman now. He has a baby coming back from a white woman right now. Oh, that's another bee. story too because uh. he's a be he's a billionaire. You know, he's a billionaire now. He's 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 doing everything he's doing everything to be accepted. He's um he's a he's he's a big coon right now. He's a guy who is. Dark as ever, but he's one of those guys who inside he just doesn't really like his own kind. He thinks he's better. Oh, and I, I see, you know, I, I agree with I you. Can, yeah, I, I can see that. You, I'm not quite sure you ran into across a lot of people that like that man, but he's he's that type of guy, you know. Mm-mm-mm. But you know what? A lot of people gotta learn to stop advertising for 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 that type of stuff. Stop at, stop advertising. Stop stop you know stop endorsing your money towards something, uh, towards something that doesn't help their doesn't that doesn't help the community. You know. Right. Right. It's sad though. But I'm gonna Very be honest sad. with you. I I I'm gonna be really honest with you. When I see how how there's, I know there's like towns that have like with just the white areas with the rich kids and they have their schools and stuff. Those kids just like with regular clothes, regular sneakers. Their sneakers are probably from Payless and Target. And you know what? They don't give a, a flying leap about what they have on because they go to school to learn. Right, right, but see, right. In, a, in a black community, community, it's all about who has the best sneakers, who has this coat. And you know what? Even North Face. I hear that North Face was, um, is a very racist man. I'm like, why is black people wearing North Face when they hear that this white man's racist and he don't like us? Why? Because, because we do repetitive, and you, I'm talking to a lady on the phone, so I'll modify it. We do repetitive foolery because we, we see someone else doing something and then we emulate and, and imitate what other people do without researching what we're wearing, without doing anything. Tommy Hilfiger once said that he hates the fact he says that blacks ruined his label, yet we were buying Tommy Hilfiger two armloads. The ironic thing about the way Jordan did come in there is that if I remember the story, he set up and there was an auction going on. And 
I guess for me, that must have spent like seven or eight grand for a jersey because he was a fan. You know, he was jumping up and down, outbidding other people so he could get this, this jersey. So all he wanted Jordan to do was just autograph the jersey because and he told him, hey, man, you know, I just, you know, I'm a fan. You know, I just, even though I'm a, a popular rapper, I just bought this jersey for, um, you know, for seven, you know, 7,000 bucks. Well, nigga, give me another 7,000 bucks and I'll give you an autograph. And see, that's the kind of arrogance and stuff that, that, that really kind of turns your stomach. And, and here again, that's one of the reasons I never bought the, the shoes because, I mean, for, for, for the going away of what your shoes cost, I could probably get a decent pair of something else, right, and then take that other stuff and put it in the glove compartment because gas was expensive. Mm. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. So, I mean, the stuff we do and the stuff that we endorse that is not necessarily, um, you know, beneficial to the neighborhood, there's a lot of replication and imitation based upon just um, just not really thinking very clearly. And if we did a lot more research, we wouldn't wear half the stuff that we have. And we let this man mm-hmm. just kind of kind of Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. He gets no respect in it for, for having any uh, sense anyway. But, I mean, if you're going to stand out there in, you know, 30-degree weather for six, seven hours and camp out overnight or pair of $300 tennis shoes, I got a little oceanfront property in Arizona to sell you. You know, I mean, that's, that's crazy. So let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Sure. You know, you're born and everything like that. I want to know, you're single. Yes, I'm and single. Is that something that you, uh, is that something you, by choice, or is that something that just the way it oh, is? No, it's by choice. By choice? Why? Why? Um, I decided that I said one up here with my baby daddy because I, I realized that um, I, I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was in love after I had the baby uh, or during my pregnancy. Okay. I was very mean, and then after that, I realized I said, ah, I said, I like my. I said, let me just take my break, and then if if I feel like I feel those butterflies and stuff again, then I'll be like, all right, this is mm. this is what I want. Because I learned now is that y'all men watch. Everything, mm-hmm. how the way the way the women talk, like y'all could be just sitting there, just watching everything what the woman's saying. And I learned now that I have to do what men do. You be silent and you let the man do all the talking, so you can actually see what 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 he's trying to cook up. Mm-hmm. Is he being okay. for real or he's being fake? Is he being honest? Uh, you know, it's a lot. So it's you, like um. So you size him up. <laughs> you size them up. You basically size them up. That's cold. I, you, know, uh, you know what I realized too? Little hints that men give me, that's when I know that it's not for me and I just, I, you know, I just leave it alone. You know? Because okay. young men do that all the time. I'll go like, oh, you know what? I don't really like her, but I'm just going to just, she can call my phone, but I'm not answering it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. like little things men do. I don't like when a man asks for money. I don't like that. You know, when a man asks for money, I don't like that. No, I, I that's understand. a no no. I feel like I, I feel like when you're a man, um, that should that that um, how can I say? Like, a real man do not do stuff like that. They'll rather. Get their money whatever way they have to get it, but they ain't gonna mm. go and ask a woman. Period. Mm. Okay. But let me ask this question though: What if, what if, but if you, but if you're in a relationship, 
in a relationship. Yeah. And then the man, you know, he happened to say, hey, baby, I don't, can you, can I get $20 from you for right now? I mean, you in a relationship. It depends. I mean, you know what? But it, it, it really depends on how deep you are with that person. But you got to watch it. You have to watch, you have to always watch, um, where you're going to land. Because you don't know if that person is. A lot of men out there, they like to. I'm sorry, brothers, but sometimes other brothers make it bad for other brothers because every time you hear a woman talk, they say, oh, they're all the same. Really, you're not all the same. It's just that some of y'all are jerks. Some of y'all are not jerks. Well, you know, hey, we, we know. We, we, we have our moms. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, I mean, I mean, it goes vice versa. I mean, women, they have, you know, your sisters have the same thing, you know. Some of y'all, some of y'all be, be bugging out, and some of y'all don't. But you told me you just sigh, you you just be quiet, you just sigh. Yeah, up. I just feel like you have to you have to learn to what because I've noticed that men see, do that. That's, 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 men really do that, and that's the thing the women don't realize it that men will sit there and let you do all the talking and everything, so they know who you are. Um. And they want to see how you how you act, your your actions, everything. So it's like wow. women don't pay attention to that. You know what I'm saying? Because wow. a woman could be like, oh, I'm falling in love. And I'd be like, ah. Oh. I'd be like, no, you're not. <laughs> wow. I'm like, hold your kitty cat away and just wait until you get to know who that, you know. That person, right? Is. Maybe, maybe that's the reason why I'm a single guy there, because yeah. maybe that's what it is. Because think about it. I mean, when I when I see a woman, I approach because I don't like a woman to approach me. I feel that's wrong. So I approach, aggressive, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> that's like being an aggressive woman. Yeah, aggressive woman, man. It's like she want to give me something that I don't want. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't want you. You, you probably, I mean, I don't. I'm not here. You just coming at me. That's like, yo, you know, you worse than the IRS. Chill out. But what I'm trying to say is, I like to approach a woman, and I, you know, of course, I, I talk, and I, I mean, I hold conversations. You know, I like to talk to them and find out what they're about. But um, the thing is about it though is that. You know, I never really had a woman just size me up, though. I mean, like, just kind of like, just watch me and let me talk. And just watch me. That's kind of, that's, 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 a, that's almost, that's almost like a game. Like, I'm a, that's like a pitfall. Like, I, I hit the wrong, I say, I hit the wrong button and you out. That's <laughs> like, like, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of cold. So you have a chance. That's a, dude don't have a chance with you almost. Cause you're looking for, cause I'm checking out. You're looking for, you're looking for the wrong. Cause he, cause, cause if he mess up, and I don't know how long gonna be sitting and sizing him up. If he mess up and say anything, dudes don't have a chance. I don't even know if, how can a dude get to the point of of a getting past that sizing up thing. Well, you don't. Well, first of all, I wouldn't mention that to them, but <laughs> but I just I just realized that men do it and they play that type of game. Like you say, it's a game, but I know that men do it, and I'm like, wow. I was like, what do you know? I'm learning something hmm. what men do. Or I'm like, you know what, I, it, being on the other side to seeing how a man does it and, you know, just paying attention. Like now I learned hmm. if there's red flags, you know, 
you just have to tell yourself, if this is not for my highest good, I'm leaving it alone. <laughs> mm. You know? Because sometimes, sometimes what you might mess with is always going to bother you. Right. Until you really, until you really say, "Leave me alone, you crazy bee." <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. No doubt, I have those. I have woman. I told a woman that, and I, I disrespect that. She won't leave my spot. But I'm on time. I try to get out of the house, man, and she basically got tricked. You know, it's late to spend the night, and out, you know, we had did our did, but the thing about it was she. Want to stay, so I said, "Hey, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and go to work, but you know, you have to be gone by the time I get back." I trusted her. When I come back, she basically made herself at home. I mean, this is Puerto Rican and black chicken. She just basically, so I know, you know, if I get up, man, she gonna be really crazy. So the thing about it was, I told her she had to go, and she didn't really feel that. So she was thinking she gonna spend the night again. So I said, "No, no, no, you can't." So I basically got her bags. I said, "I'll walk you out." So I walked her out, but she was like. I'm not leaving. I said, come on, come on, come on, come on. So I walked outside, and what I did, when she got out the door, because I opened the door and then laid it in out first, I threw her bag and closed the door. And it's a security gate. And the thing about it was she, she was going crazy. I mean, like, really going nuts. And I was talking, oh, yeah, yeah, I told you to leave. Rah, rah, rah. Would you believe this lady climbed the gate? was climbing the gate. It was getting over. And I was looking, my eyes were getting back, and I'm backing up like, whoa, whoa, you know, like, whoa. <laughs> so I'm running, I'm running, I'm running to the door, and I'm trying to figure out the code to punch the button, and she coming over the fence. And I got inside, man. I ran in the house, man, locked the door. Wow. And I was scared. You know so, what happened? Yeah. The hot dog was too good. Well, yeah, I mean, oh, no, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, you know, hey, you know, hey, if you want to. You know, that's what happens, you know. Hey, you got to put your back into it, you know what I'm saying? You can make it woo-woo, you know. I mean, I guess down, no doubt about it. I know well, it's Well, see, you see what happens, you know. But the, that's why That's why when you seen that she was, that she didn't leave, yeah, you know I mean, you, she, you know what you should have did? You should have you should have just, um. You should have just slept on the couch. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, you know, just, uh, uh, you know, uh, okay. so she, so, so she gets the point. It's time to go. Describe your name one more time, please. Because we do relationship shows, and we now, we now officially have a lady from New York that can do shows with us, relationship shows. I think we're going to have another one tomorrow night. Black Love goes live again for another three-hour relationship show because your perspective is pretty good where I'm sitting right here. Where's your, where's your name again? Melissa. Melissa. Okay, Melissa, well, I'll tell you what. You know, we do shows on Mondays, Tuesdays, uh, uh, well, seven days a week, basically, but Monday, Tuesdays, um, what is it, Thursday, let me forget, Thursdays and Saturdays. But we do fill-in shows just like we did today, and um, basically seven days a week. And, and we might we might actually, I guess you your number here on the switchboard, we might actually call you up and ask you to participate in some of the shows that we do, and just general purpose shows, because like I said, we got the old school music, you know, we talk some sports every now and then, but when we get ladies on the show, we have conversations like this. 
and you and Sugar Ray have a very entertaining, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right now. and I would like to hear get more of this stuff because we do syndicated shows, and I would like to get more of this New York Empire state of mind matched up with the Apple State up here, up here with Washington. You guys are coast to coast, and I'm telling you, you guys really, I'm just enjoying the conversation. So we don't yeah, be Oh, him? 
You know, and it's like if there was a book and if your name was in the list, would you cry? <laughs> oh man, man, man! You know what I would but, say this to you, you know, right but now. I, but I learned something that um, you you know, I know as women, a lot of women they fake it, but men, I don't know if men fake it. Fake what? Are fake they? sex. Men fake sex, don't they? Fake. What do you mean fake sex? You know, come on. You know a lot of no, women. No, 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 no. You have to tell me what you say. I mean, come on. This okay. is on the radio. Tell. Say, Let me tell you something. A lot of people, a lot of people like to just sometimes. Okay. Say like that woman you was with. Say like that. That well, you was with the Puerto Rican lady or whatever. Okay. The Puerto Rican yeah. black one. Yeah. Right. Right. Now say like she didn't like the sex and she was just saying, "Oh yeah, it's good," just to get okay. you to be done. Right, right. You're not going to know that she faked it because she wanted to be done. And, right, you know, right. it wasn't great. But I want to do men do that. Do men say, oh, no, let me just get this no, over with? No, no, no. Let men me get this over that. with. Men don't do that. Men don't do that. Men don't do that. Because you know why? Why? Because, see, this is a difference. This is a difference between a man and a woman. This is my belief. I believe that a woman can get it any time they want. A man could be in that way to get that home based off his status. But if a man ain't got that status, he cannot get it any time he wants. So when he gets it, he is going to punish it because he may not get it again. Now, as far as a lady, she can lay there and say, okay, I'm going to get this over. She, she can scream and yell and be faking and be faking but a man, when a man know of a woman's faking. No, he wouldn't know. He wouldn't know. No, he wouldn't know. Yeah, he wouldn't. So you know how you would know if she don't call you the next day. That's when you would know. Oh, that's, that's what you would know. I don't know anything about that. Oh, they're going to the supermarket. You know, like you come to see, you'd be like, oh, there go, oh, there go Miss So-and-so. And she try to act like she don't know you. Well, I don't know then anything you know about why. that. <laughs> I, I don't know anything about that. I don't know anything about that. you know what that means. Yeah, I'm trying oh. to see. I, I had to relocate because of, because of putting it down too hard, so I didn't know anything about it. I don't know anything about a woman knowing me. The thing is, she might know me too well. Like, hold up, man. I got to go. You know, when you were at the work, I, I had a situation, man. Check it out, bro. I had a situation, man, that while I was at work because I was doing some – this is my other job I had. I was doing some clerical work, man, and I answered the phones, man. And when you answer this phone, you say, hey, Mr. Premier, Blue Cross may help you, things like that. But this lady called up, and I came up with that same saying, and excuse my French. I hope I don't disrespect – ain't no disrespect. I'm just going to be straight up. I call and I came my little the little company slogan that I always say when I answer the phone. First thing she came out of her mouth was, "Can I get some dick?" Uh oh. And I'm and I'm I'm fumbling the phone and everything like, what? "Hold up, you can't be calling my phone like this." Yeah, that's why it's that's a question. You know. And, and oh wow, that's the aggressiveness, you know. Yeah, I I run into that a lot. See, that's those those are the ones that make you tired and be like, "Oh, yeah. I can't get up the next day because everything hurts." Yeah, see, yeah. I have to see, I have to, I, I have to relocate, man. I have to change, man. I have to, I have to change the game up a little bit, man. <laughs> because you know, I was thinking to myself like, you know, I'm, I'm doing this, doing this. 
So wow. Chill. That's like chill out. that's a blunt thing to do. Yeah, be like saying that on the phone, like, wow. Yeah, at your job. You know what I'm saying? And it's sitting at your job, those phone calls are recorded, man. But see the thing is you know, I've I've ran across that man to the point where it's like it's scary. So I just wow. decided that yeah, really. So I don't know about men. Men don't really don't speak because a lot of men don't have opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> but women, <laughs> you guys, you guys, if it's some fake, take some time on that. Y'all fake it. That's true. I can say. I can say that's true. Liquid. Oh, they, 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 they be like, um, they be like, oh, 
when it happens, they'll be like, oh, I don't like that. I don't like this. I'll be like, you know what? Get the F out of here, man. Now, let me, ask, let, me, let, me, let me ask this question. Let me ask this question to the woman since you went there. And I'm curious to know. How much do you like oral sex? I mean, what I'm saying, do you like a man performing oral sex? Do you, do you like that? Well, you know what? I feel like this. It should go both ways. And you know what? I do have a few of my friends that say, I don't do that. I don't do that. That's nasty. And I'm like, how you keep it for so long? Exactly. Oh, a man said, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. A man, a man said that's nasty? Let me tell you something. I don't know. I don't really know. Like, I never really hear men say they don't. But I hear women say, no, they don't do that. They don't do that. Because, you know, you when know so, what? One, of my, one of my friends, she tells me, she says, well, I kiss my kids with these lips. So... My man, my man's not, I don't do that with my man. And you know what's crazy? Her man was out cheating. Mm. Walking around public wow. like, hey, say hi to everybody. And I said, you see crazy. that? I said, you see that? I said, no. No, 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 no. But it all That's depends. Cute. It all depends because it de- it just depends because some people... Some people might be into it because it looks good, and some people you'd be like, "Ew, no, it looked like that." Uh uh-uh. uh mm. No. Mm. You gotta you, you, you gotta tell them you gotta tell them you got a cold. Wow, wow, it's that's pretty interesting because I, I feel like when it comes to the bedroom, especially with my lady, you know, that part of the game we're gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Because I feel like it's, it's, I, I just feel like it's one of those things that if if I want to make her happy, I want to make her happy in so many ways. Because I, it's a mission. I submit myself to you, baby. You know, I'll do this for you. I, I hear that. that. But yeah, you know why? You know how those men that brag that they do it, and right. you know some of y'all men out there brag, and I can say I experienced someone who said they brag. And you know what happened? And this makes me laugh all the time when I went with one of my good best friends. I tell her, he licked, he licked three times and that was it. Like he was licking milk and that was it. You know, like licking blood out of the milk and that was it. You have been, you know, you have a... a and I said, I, mean, I said, oh my God. I said, you know what? Lose my number. <laughs> uh, you, um, man. I don't know what to tell you. I was going to ask you if there was such thing as doing a a bad job with that. But uh, you already answered that question. I said there's some that do bad jobs. There's some that do bad jobs. Man, I I feel like I'm, I feel kind of royal right now, man, because I have not gotten no bad reviews, man. I feel great, man. I'm going to be the king dingling around here or something, man, because, damn, that's what maybe, I don't know. You know you know what? If they had a bib that says, I eat, if I eat kitty cat, believe me, you might get a you might get a long line. Who knows? Damn. You know? Whew. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but, that's, but that's also the scary thing because I might end up running into a bunch of fatals that may run at me with butcher knives and shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you, oh, you mean because, you know, you have to watch out. You always have to say, baby, I'm going to shave it for you. Because if you don't if you don't say that, uh-uh, 
uh uh-uh. uh. You gonna have cuts on your mouth like 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 they like you never had chapstick before. Yeah. I tell you, the name of the next show has got to be Sex and Passion. You know what I mean? Because there's <laughs> sex and there's passion. And you guys are coming. You guys are using up all the material already. <laughs> yeah, man, you know. I mean, I mean, hey, the next show, I'm going to tell you. Yeah, I, you know, the thing about one thing about it, though, um, I feel like it all depends on out of the bedroom. But, like, if you're out and about, Say, for instance, if you got good chemistry outside of um, out of the bedroom, you and your lady, y'all got real good chemistry, and y'all just do things together, y'all accommodate each other. I always feel like the sex will be off the chain when y'all have it. Because I'm into, like, I don't know if you're into it. I don't ask you this. Are you into, like, mind sex? Because I'm into, like, have a mental orgasm where I'm going to sit down with a woman light a candle, and I want to talk to you and undress your mind and find out what's going on with you and what's up with you, you know what I'm saying? You know, in other words, I didn't know what I'm getting into, you know what I'm saying? And uh, just conversation. You, 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 like you, you kind of saying like a little bit like foreplay, well, basically. Well, not really foreplay. No, I would say it would, it, would be, it would be forward at the play. In other words, it's just basic conversation. I mean, just good conversation with some mellow music going on. And we don't have a touch. But I'm just saying, conversation. But stuff like you know, that never happens. Stuff like that never that, happens. That, see, see, that's what I'm saying. And that's why that's you got to watch out for the liquor, too. See, that's what I'm talking about. See, this is what let me tell you something. You got liquor involved, you can forget it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? That's the thing. That's man. why you know what. Sometimes, with, you know, if you want to learn to enjoy somebody and stuff like that, you want to see how it is to be with them without right. liquor. Then that's, before that's you do up. it with liquor, because then you're gonna get hypnotized and say that was great. But then when you do it with no liquor, you'd be like, "Oh, Bob was bad." Oh, okay. you know. <laughs> mm. Oh yeah! Wow. Well, you know what, Melissa, I'm going to tell you this right now, you know, um, that, that that mental argument situation works because I'm going to tell you something. Once we get past that situation, everything else, everything after that is all good because the reason why you should say nobody does that, that's the reason why I like doing that because nobody really does that because think about it. You can be anxious and anxious to get something, man, but you don't understand when you're rushing, you're going to nut like, like that real quick. And you're like, damn. And he's going to be like, you're like, okay. That's why you're faking. Like, oh, please get up. Because cause, cause you know what? He's like a jackrabbit. He's hopping and hopping and hopping and hopping. But that ain't, that ain't, that ain't, it ain't nothing there. But if you sit there, you talk about it, conversate, and the dude got to be on point. Man. He got to be he gotta be really on point. As much as he want to wax that ass, he got to understand. He got to hold himself tight to the point where he got to be more like patient, be understanding his chest, not checkers. He got to talk to you. He got to have control. He got to make sure he don't, he just got to make sure he don't have a, uh, he just got to make sure that his mind is on talking about it and not pointing at it, you know, like, oh, you see, it's moving. Let's get doing it, you know. That's not romantic. (laughs) That's crazy right there. <laughs> you know, that's the crazy watching the move. What is it, move? 
That be fucking me out. I've been in jail. I've been in jail before. Don't don't think that's cute when you tell a woman that you've been in jail before. Yeah, that's crazy. She definitely know. She definitely know to leave your ass alone. And the ones that wear the baggy pants, I'm, I'm telling you, brothers, why you gotta what you know the baggy pants mean in jail? That means you're gay. So stop doing it now on the streets. Just stop it. That's the most disrespectful thing I think a man could do to a woman. If you if you want to be that way, and that's your balance in life, and that's where you feel you at, fine. But yeah. you know, don't try to get don't try to get normal later on and start running up in women because you know that's there's just something wrong with that to me. I'm, I'm sorry. You know what they do that because they're selfish. Just selfishness because they want kids. That's the reason why they do stuff like that. Yeah, but they're the most yeah, dangerous great. people on the planet though. That's the most dangerous man on the planet is one running up in both shots because that's that's unfair to do that to a woman because of if, if she's doing the oral thing with you and she's allowing you to do all this stuff and, and everything, and then you doing that other crazy shit, you know what I'm saying, you know, suicide bomber kamikaze type shit, killing your damn self, you're going to run up in her after you've done all that. So this is something, you know, fundamentally wrong with that. You know, one, one shot. Exactly. That's what you want to do, man, knock it out the box. You know, get it on out the way and live that life and do that. And leave the women alone. Leave the women alone. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. That's a shitty deal, literally. Shitty deal. Yeah, really. It's not good at all, man. You know, they got to leave the cupcake alone because they had something, but it's not something. It's not a woman, you know? Yeah. It's an incomplete project. You ain't complete. They didn't get the complete project. They got the bootleg brand. Bootleg. You know? You know, so sometimes when I see women come home from jail and they be acting all fucked and walking around the street, giving everybody pounds and stuff, I'll be like, like, huh? <laughs> um, what, 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 you, you act like you won a no P, um, you, you act like you won a, a reward. No, brother. Get yourself no together. Get yourself together. That's a no, that's a no fly zone right there. You need to you need to get on up out of here. You know, women get so excited. Come out, oh my man coming home from jail. What's your? You know what he been doing? Yeah, you know what he been doing. You know he been giving Joe. He been giving JoJo his 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 breakfast in the morning. Okay. Washing his socks and his drawers and shit. Oh, of course. Playing pool. Playing pool. So let me ask you a question, Melissa. What do you do? What do you do for a hobby? What do you do? What do I do for a hobby? Well, I definitely love music. And another thing, um, music. You know type of music? Um, I listen to old school music, new stuff, but not too new because. It's like when I listen to anything anybody's listening to and my cousin or anybody's family's listening to, and I'd be like, who sings that? They say, you don't know who sings that? I'm like, no. They're like, Justin Bieber. I say, I don't know who the hell that is. <laughs> oh, hell no. You know? And I'm like, I don't. I'm like, 
I'm like, okay. Um, and another thing is, is that um, what's another thing I'd like to do? Well, definitely is not cooking, cause oh my gosh, I could do it a cook? little bit. I could cook a little bit, but I whoa, really, whoa, whoa. really can't cook like that because I forget when I put something in the oven, I forget it. I forget about it. No, 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 no. Let me, let me, let me hold up, hold up. I gotta put a timer on it. Hold up. Let me ask you a question. You said you can't cook. No, now, I can cook a little. Now. I can cook a little. No, I can't really cook a little. I don't like it, but I don't like to cook. Even though I know how to cook a little, I don't like to do it. Now, let me ask you a question. Now, how, now, how can you keep a man? Well, this is the See, thing right here. You need to go. You need to be. You need to be. You need. That's another thing. You got to be. That should be on the list with ladies. Pick a man that can cook. So he can cook oh, for you. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, hold up, hold up. Okay, okay, I'm just going to throw some at you right quick. Okay, say for instance, me and you a couple. Just just throw it out there. And I've been working all day. I'm, I'm hungry. Had a hard time at work. I come home. I mean, do I cook for myself? Oh, what you gonna basically? Uh, what you gonna do? I mean, like, what you gonna do? You gonna give me some frozen food or something? I mean, what you gonna do? You gonna? I mean, fro- frozen you food can frozen yeah. food can work. Hey, you can make a meal frozen food. Let me ask you something. You gotta be. You, I feel you know like what? I'm gonna be feeding you jail food. All right. If you if you can, I'm gonna tell you this right now. If you if you are my woman, and you cannot cook. And I, I'm not saying that you can't have to. That's what a woman is supposed to do. Because I can cook myself. But what I'm trying to say is, I come home from work, and you, my lady, you can't cook. There must be something else that you can really must do really well <laughs> that, that makes up for that the fact that you can't cook. Because, God damn, man. I, I, I mean, cook a little bit. I mean, what I can cook, I don't mind. But, you know, especially if it's something that a guy doesn't like to eat, then he is ass out. He got to go make something himself. You oh, know? shit. That's <laughs> well. We 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 probably won't be together. We probably have a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'd be like, if you, you, got, don't like you, I, you don't, you don't, you don't like what I mean, you could, go, you could go in the refrigerator and just go heat up whatever what was last night or whatever. You'd be oh, fine. Heat up what I cooked, huh? Heat up what I cooked. Hey, you cook? <laughs> Great. <laughs> so I'm basically... Especially if you make seafood? Oh. What, okay, let me ask this question then. What about this then? Let me ask this, throw this at you then. Okay, we're the couple. What about you go to work and I be at home with the kids and I cook? You got a problem with that? Well, you know what? <laughs> what saying, don't get, and, don't, and, don't, and don't get mad. And don't get mad for asking for twenty dollars either. <laughs> okay, let me see about that. Yeah, I can say, think about that. Okay, I can say first of all, um, you got to think to yourself: Is your man really at home taking care of the kids and stuff, or he's sitting there? Uh oh. Uh, it's cutting off on us, man. You better, you better hit the disclaimer real quick. Well, I tell you what, you you got you got her number in the particulars. You can just give her a call, man. Yeah, I'm gonna give her a call right back right now. Yeah, yeah man. I'm getting, thanks for listening, everybody. Hey, it's been it's been fun. It's been lovely, man. We had a great time talking with Melissa from New York. Me and Sugar Ray, my man Flossy over here. What you got to know? 
Revolution is not an event, it's a process. So stay active. All right. And be sure to tune in for tomorrow night's show, Sex and Passion with Sugar Ray and Melissa. And, and, and that, that show will be at seven at, at seven o'clock uh, PM Pacific Standard Time, six four six five nine five three four oh two. So I'm gonna take you home with Bobby Womack and a little bit of no matter how high I get. Thanks you all for coming out. Sugar Ray, your disclaimer please. Yeah. Like I said, revolution is not an event, it's a process. So let's stay active. We out. There there it is. Thank y'all. God bless and good night. And you go ahead and call those girls since we can start the show for tomorrow night, seven o'clock, ten o'clock her time. I bet. We out, folks.
lost along the way Took a whole lot out of me 